You're listening to Commander Quick Out Podcast, episode 318. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan today. We're going to talk simply about complexity. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole bunches going down, including the sun, oh. as people can see on our faces. If they're watching on YouTube, what you fucking should be. Agreed. We got a deck to talk about, as well as the springboarding topic that the deck offered, which is the growing complexity of cards in Magic. We got some stories to tell, some people to thank. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business, Daddy's Fusion Gaming Online.com. Your source for all your gaming needs. That's it. Yeah, definitely. And and big thanks to Fusion for the Fusion 5K for bringing us out and jamming games with us. And I didn't even get stabbed in Winnipeg. No, mm-hmm. no, we no zero stabbings. Um, one window humping at a restaurant. Yeah, one meth guy trying to hold his pants up while he was stumbling down the sidewalk. Yeah, one pregnant lady sleeping on the sidewalk outside of a Seven Eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One really sketchy after hours behind a building in an alley across the street from a park with no lights in it. Liquor store. Yeah, cash only because because like all of debit and credit and cell phones went down in the entire country. It was like Skynet taking over. Yeah. And uh, the only thing that we wanted to do is get a case of beer. Took us two hours. Took us two hours and we drove backs and forth, hithers and thithers, if you will. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the stuff that we encountered when we were doing that, not that sketchy for me. That's kind of like the, the environment I grew up in. <laughs> <laughs> Being from um, a place kind of like Winnipeg, just not quite as big, so it felt a little bit more intimate. <laughs> so you felt like you were just at home. Yeah. 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 I didn't have to steal any of the liquor, though, so... That worked out okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, big thanks to Fusion. Played some games. Almost bought a $900 backpack, though I didn't. Well, good call. Almost did. Good. Was going to part it out, make all my money back, keep the backpack. Hmm. I could have used on that backpack... Ooh. Ooh, Exclusive yeah, promo code CCO Spring to save five percent off my entire order. Five percent off things that you're going to luxury items that you weren't going to buy anyway. <laughs> In my case, yes. Wow. Five percent off a of nine hundred dollars though would have been a like a fair dink and chunk of money. That would have been several dollars. Several cases of beer from that back alley vendor. That's true. Well, we yeah. don't. They were probably really expensive in there too. They probably overcharged too. Oh, I, I know. I did. saw eight packs for like seventeen bucks. It was night prices, but that's whatever. overpriced. Well, yeah, like but that, hey, like... if you need beer, you got to get it in you. I. You're going to spend $17. You're going to. You know what I spent $17 on? Something from FusionGamingOnline.com, and you use CCO Spring exclusive promo code? I use CCO Spring exclusive promo code while physically in the store by just, I didn't yell it at the guy. I was I wanted to. Probably, probably could have. I No, because then you wouldn't know what I was doing. Oh, yeah. Okay, tell the story. Here's the story. <laughs> Here's the story. So I rolls in to Fusion Gaming. Well, Physical I, location. I, I rolled in. We all had to piss, so we all went to the bathroom. We all rolls in, and then he's hobnobbing it with the big-time CEO guy. It was. I'm over there talking to some of the people working behind the counter. I'm like, hey, man. You got any of that good shit? You got any of them there uh, double masters? You got any of that Winnipeg back alley fucking liquor store shit? That's right. He was like, yeah, buddy. I got your back. Yeah. And I was like, sweet. Just go back and real quiet. Like, you got to give me that shit. So we did, and he came out, and I was like, yo. Puts it into your backpack. 
oh yeah directly into my bag and I'm like from the back room from the back room into my bag and I'm oblivious I'm just like schmoozing hey with the support your local game store foil sol ring <gasps> you got you got another one sure did Oh. <laughs> That's right. I support my local game store, as we all should. Because we were locally there. We were locally uh, shopping yeah, yeah, at our yeah. local game store. So, so, I keeps this bag. It's thing. I don't, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Put the lock back on my bag. This is all good. And then we do the thing. And we get a tour of, like, the back. And we meet everybody. And I got to, like, cruise around in the warehouse and look With at With all the, like, white boxes that have, like, set labels on yeah, them and shit. Yeah, they're all on, like, racks. And, and there's some guy back there that's, like, he's, like, chained to the shelves. They yeah. never let him on. Hey, this is Ryan and Brando from Commander Cookout. He's like, oh. He was like, oh. He's, like, holding up a sign when the boss isn't looking. Help me. Yeah, like, they took his ears off. and It was crazy. <laughs> He had no fingernails left from sorting cards. Yeah, and there was just a pile of shoes back there, too, which I thought was very strange. But, hey, mm-hmm. I'm not from Winnipeg. I don't know how they do things out there. So yeah. we do our visit. We leave the store, and we're going back to put our, our shit in the thing. And we put all of our bags in the car. And I unzip my bags. Like, hey, hey, check this out. Hey, check this out. Look what I grabbed from the bag. <laughs> and I unzip it. And I pull out this box of Double Masters. And Ron's like, what? You did not. You did not. There's no way you did that. And I was like, nah, I didn't. I totally bought it. Totally with you should have seen the look. On oh his man! Face. Well, okay. So hundred percent thought I. I that so box. fucking believed you for like, like that one second, yeah. like literally that one second of panic. And people know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That one second of panic when you think that you locked your keys in your car, or you got to the airport and you don't have your passport. Like that yeah. one second of panic. Oh no, I have my passport. Oh, my yeah. keys are in my pocket. Yeah. I'm talking to the CEO and manager of Fusion, and Brando. To my knowledge, was right beside me the whole time. Wasn't. And I was not physically present. And then all of a sudden, I flash, I, I see this box after you say, hey, look what I took from the back. <laughs> not look what I bought, look yeah. what I picked up. No, yep. look what I took from the back. And I envisioned myself talking to the CEO and him just being polite and not saying anything as he saw you like <laughs> past my head. Putting it into your fucking bag. Just for one second. And then Laura was like looking at me and looking at you and looking at me. No, nah, I didn't. I was like, oh, you fucking guy. It was so it was so good. I was so happy. Oh yeah, worth it. I, I take a good prank any day, yeah. any day of the week. And I'm super happy that we we got to go there and be there and meet all of those people. It's nice to like put a face to the names of the yep. people that like sort our orders and put up with all of my crap. And I always I try and write little notes to them sometimes. Oh, so yeah, that, I do that too sometimes. So that they know that I think that they're cool. Maybe they're listening right now. I nah, hope so. F them. They might be. And, and if they are, we miss you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a good time. It was yeah, fun. Yeah. And they, they, it was it was awesome. Yeah, and then and then Jason took us to that place for beers. I yep. can't remember the name of Kilter. it. Kilter. Kilter. Kilter Brewing. They have a little octopus on their logo. Yeah, shout out to yeah. them. If they yeah. want to send us any beer, we'll drink it on Sidewalk Slam. Absolutely, because it was delicious. Yeah, there so was if one you're that tasted fr- like a root beer if float. You're, if you're a Winnipeg local and you know what Kilter is, uh, it's on... Ooh, Some street. I, I remember the street, but I yeah. don't... Um, yeah. Anyways, if you know what Kilter Brewing is, get them to send us some yeah. stuff. I and didn't even think of that when and, we were there because I was half in the bag. <laughs> and if you're Winnipeg local and you've never been, you should go. There we go. They make good food and they have nachos with cheese. They do have cheese, but they don't call it cheese. Mm-hmm. They call it queso, which is cheese everywhere where people speak Spanish, plus the land of the free where yeah. they have lots of Spanish-speaking people. I'm not from either of those places. 
uncultured swine. And and like Ryan and Jason explained to me that it was cheese several times, and then everybody knows that queso dip, cheese dip. Didn't know that. Now you know. I probably will forget the next time. No, you'll say queso go. dip. I remember that's cheese. You'll do it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Now you'll say next time you go to the movie theater and you get the you get that sl- yellow sludge that comes out <laughs> that looks like mustard, but it tastes like. Cheese? Not cheese. Oh, you yeah. say, oh, yeah, that's queso dip. <laughs> and then somebody would be like, oh, no, Dad. No. No. No, that's almost plastic. Um, anyways. Yes. Speaking of, um, you know, kilter listening and probably not listening, we do have people that do listen. What? Those people, some of them. Oh, wow. And I would very much appreciate, so would Brando, if more of them went to patreon.com slash CCO podcast. <laughs> we have a couple new patrons to give away. To yeah. uh, patrons who signed up, who we need to give away nicknames to. Oh, I love this part. It's one of the benefits. Benefits. Benefits of being benefits. a patron is um, a nickname, maybe yep. a CCO sticker pack, token pack, yep. being in our Discord, going to CCO Penthouse CCO in Belvedere, uh, Washington. Butts, ball. Balswana. Yeah, Balswana. Ball, ball pit. Ball sack. Ball sack. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, July 22 to 25 will be there. Yep. The 25th, we're leaving. We're not staying there. Yeah. It's, we're, it's, we're getting up, cleaning beer cans, and jumping on a plane. It's going to be like in Vegas when we woke up like 45 minutes before our plane left because we were just we were drunk for three days. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a morning because mm-hmm. I thought we had lots of time, Mm-mm. and we did not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Made it, though. Sure did. No panic, because your boy, seasoned traveler, the the girls in front of us were panicking, shitting bricks, and I was like, these girls are being assholes. Like, why do you have to be rude? They're probably not even that late for their flight. They're on the same flight as us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's my favorite part about the airport, is seeing people just panic. Yeah. My favorite part of the airport is seeing how pissed off Ryan is about being at the airport. And I know that that might make me a bad friend, but you know what? I take my amusements where I can find them, and if any of you ever travel with us, you get to see it too, and I'll bet you're going to be way more on my side than Ryan's, because it's, it's pretty fun. I mm-hmm. don't know. I don't know if it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the nicknames. Yes. We'll start with an increase. Who doesn't have a nickname? What? Yeah. Okay. Well, so now he's going to get one. Oh. This is Matt Vanderveen. Matt Vanderveen. Vanderveen. You had to scoot off the screen to read it correctly. Okay, so there's definitely a peen reference we can make here. Yeah, vans and peens. Or man... Wait, Cans Vander- and peens. Yeah. Man peen. Mm, Matt, Matt, Matt... Matt man peen. Matt man peen. Yeah, that yeah. kind of sounds like a Nintendo character from Matt like man the, peen. Yeah, I like from the 80s. Oh, definitely. Man, Matt man peen? Yeah, he'd push boxes. That, yeah, that's, that's in- a good one for Discord, too, because... Because sometimes they get too complex and too long. Matman peen. Matman peen. Yeah, and I like that. It's three words. Matt, man, peen. There you go, Editor Joe. There you go. Okay, next one. And and his wife actually patroned us. And oh. then before I could even send a thank you, she's like, no, it's not me. It's him. <laughs> and she says his name. And I, I'm, I don't need, like, it's got like a 78 different consonants in a row. Okay. Um, Ryan, definitely a good name. Medium. Oh fuck! C slack, C slack. It's got to be C slack. C slap. <laughs> Don't Google that. Do not Google it. C hyphen slap. I'm spelling them out now so that you know the puns, and you can fill in the the pun however you want. C slap. 
C-slap rocks the C-slap. C-slap rocks the C-slap. Yeah, okay. People, you get Oh, fantastic. Well, apparently his wife says that he's an avid listener of the show. Mr. C-slap is an avid listener. Is she Mrs. C-slap? She, well, she's probably Mr. C slap like in this what, relationship. What? If she's driving the Patreon, what's uh, her boat. name? We should give her a nickname. I don't too. remember her name. She oh, you, she messaged me, but I, I don't have it up right now. So right. sorry, Mr. or Mrs. C slap. However you <laughs> however you identify. Um, the third one. Okay. Josh Branco, like Bronco, but with an A, like he's from Wisconsin. So Wisconsin. Josh Branco, probably friends with Max Grandel. Oh, probably because yeah. he's. A Bronco fan, but from Wisconsin. Wisconsin, he, so he's he has, not a cheese head. He's he not a queso head. I'll bet you he has no forehead. Why? Well, I don't know. It because like he's a... Everybody I know from Wisconsin is missing, missing some kind of major facial features, so I just figure he's probably missing his forehead. Oh, yeah, well... Mm-hmm. That doesn't give him a nickname, though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. What's his name again? Josh Branco. Branco. Now, we could go with the Bronco thing, but I don't know. That sounds like we'd probably get sued. I, I don't want to say, get sued. I want to call him, like, I want to make a, oh, man, this is a tough one. This is a hard one. Sometimes but... we go over them beforehand, and this time we didn't. Yeah, this time we had, I had no idea. Branco? Branco. Is there a brain joke in there? Maybe that's the part of his head he's missing. Brain joke. <laughs> Josh brain joke. Yeah. <laughs> Going around giving people the brain, which means something totally different than what we were just talking about. So maybe don't Google that. But uh, no, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a rough one. But you know what? Josh brain, brain joke. joke. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. We got there. Because it could there. be like a brain joke or it could be a, a brain joke. Yeah, the second one. Yes. Wiggling my eyebrows. If you're watching on YouTube, you'd know that. Yeah. Now, if you're watching the pre-show on YouTube, you'll know that last week's hint was for Herd Bayloth, Turd Baylor, the CCO yeah. preview card for the giveaway. Now, if your name is totally real name, okay. Eric LeMay, tell him what he's got to do. Would, first of all, you're going to go to your email. Then yep. you're going to write an email saying who you are and what you want to commandercookout at gmail.com. And if your name isn't this person, you're not going to do it because we're on the honor system and we don't want anybody to screw it up for everybody because this is a fun game and I like playing it and I don't want anybody to wreck it for me. And uh, you just let us know your address? Did yeah. you say that part? Yeah, you tell us your address and that you won and what whether you want a sticker pack, token pack, real pack, send it to you. That's it. And update regarding previous booster pack game winners. Oh, shit. All of the winners from last month have all been sent out and, and they are... Like uh, token pack, sticker packs, booster pack, any kind of pack that we can crack mm-hmm. and pack your butt crack with it, mm-hmm. or put whatever you want to put, put pack your own butt crack, with, whatever. Yeah, you could yeah, die. No judgment here. All of those are sent out. All of the Patreon sign up gifts, uh, benefits, <laughs> the real <laughs> benefits to becoming a patron, the physical stuff that you get is all sent out. So if you want to hop over to the Patreon page, you can pledge there and uh, get your sweet CCO shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's all I've got to say about that. Me too. Now. Now. First time in a few weeks. Holy um, shit, we got a deck. We're we? kind of doing a deck. We're yeah. using the deck as kind of an inspiration for the show. Mm-hmm. But I think it would behoove us to say who submitted the deck because that too is a Patreon benefit. Oh, I remember this. It's the Deech. The Deech can't come to Bellevue. What? He's going to Wisconsin or something for work. What? I know. What the f- 
What the? F- I said the same thing. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Said the same thing, Deech. Come on, Deech. Just quit your job. Yeah, Come. I did. Did you? So I'm going to Bellevue. Yeah, we're we totally breaking in here right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just put. We just made CCO Studio at my house look like the control room behind yeah. us. This is all green screen. Yeah, this is the green screen behind. <laughs> <laughs> I took a picture before we left last time. <laughs> and we we have our light shining directly at our face just to make you extra believe. <laughs> We're not, that didn't actually happen. No, 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 no. Yes. But okay, so we've got the Deech's deck, which is very nice to say. The Deech's deck. Yeah. And it's, I'm going to call it product overload dot deck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what it is, is a satire on product overload. And we love mm-hmm. satire here. Yeah. We, we love satire because it lets us make fun of things that either um, we're not, Supposed to make fun of? Now we're supposed to make fun of. Oh yeah. Overload. Yeah. The, this this is okay. That's why Watsi does it. I assume. I. You know what? We can make fun of it without saying that we're making fun of it. Here's what I was doing just the, today in the shower. Okay. I was thinking to myself, you know, you know what? There were so many products that came out in the last. <laughs> you know 40 what? Naked Brando. Yeah. You know what? Naked Brando. I'm really thinking about I'm rubbing really, rubbing I'm, up them on magic. Cards. I'm really thinking about all these these sets that are coming out, and I'll bet you that they just like invented one for like this time period and mm-hmm. just took a bunch of cards out of one of them and put them in another one. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah, I bet you they did. Just so that we could have extra products to open. Well, yeah. Wouldn't mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to make more money? Well, I mean, I would want to make more money. Oh, yeah, I mean, more money is good. So yeah, I guess... Then, I but guess... I, also, I would also expect, if I was to do that, I would expect people to make fun of me for it. So here... Oh, yeah. For sure. Here's the thing. Watsy's a business. Everybody knows that. They're trying to make money. They got shareholders, stakeholders, and share whatever. This is not what that show is about. We've talked about the 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 Watsy situation, the product situation, many a time. Yeah. Many a time on different shows, you can go back and find them. Um, that's not what this show is. No. Not not today. What this show is is taking this deck as a jump off point of complexity being introduced into magic at a higher clip over the last two years and mr deech took a took like a hundred cards or however many cards are in the deck minus land and just took all of the cards that have the most words on them (laughs) Mm -hmm. so there's two kinds of complexity here there's so many cards coming out all the time you can't keep track of them and some of them are real whiz bangers so i said whiz banger i made that up just now no that i think I no, think. whiz, whiz, bang, and banger. There are two things. You combine them and you get <laughs> and you, super you combine them into something that also already existed. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> okay, so today we wanted to discuss how one might make the most out of this. Yes. Hold on, I gotta move my mic back. So this deck is not it, and we're gonna talk about that in a in a couple of minutes. But like, the deck is a meme, which Ryan loves. I'm not the biggest fan of. Yeah. We're gonna talk about how you can. Make it better, part it out, and do something a little bit better with it. And talk about overall how the complexity that has been introduced into the game via lots of cards and very complex cards has kind of impacted building and how it's been giving us so many options and so many, like, jumping off points. How do you choose? Ooh, yeah, I like that. I was was going to say something like... um, we all know that there's a ton of new cards. Like, there's just cards falling out of every orifice that Watsy has. It's yeah, like yeah. they're busting at the seams, trying to get new cards out of the building faster than 
than a lot of people think that they should. You know what cards they should be moving faster to move out of the building? The secret layers that we're not waiting for six months and forget we buy them and then we get billed when we're on our way to Winnipeg and the service is all out and then you get an email the next day saying that they build your credit card for a bunch of money. <laughs> yes, I agree. That didn't happen to me, but it sounds like it would happen to people that I know. Yeah, who, who though, right? Who would that ever happen to? That's fantastic. So they're, bur they're bursting at the seams trying to get these cards out, and it seems as though the cards have more and more and more words on them. Mm. And my question was... Or, or, or you answered it before the show, but I'll yeah. ask it on the show. The question is, does that make these cards more powerful? Or does it just make them more obtuse? Or do they have to add more words as riders so they're not more powerful and it makes them less powerful to have more words? Yes. All three, I think, right? Yes, the answer of, to all of those is is yes. Yeah, so I Except had... for does it make them more powerful? Because that's not necessarily. Because there are some old cards with lots of words that are real bad. Yeah, that's like saying uh, my truck has metal parts, therefore my truck is made out of metal, right? Yes. And also, my truck has parts that are not metal, therefore my truck is not made out of metal, Ooh, right? That's a paradox, like the like the cat in the well, box. Well, it's just, yeah, it's it's just it's critical thinking philosophy. This is Schrodinger's deck, I guess. Yeah, Schrodinger's truck. Schrodinger's truck. Yeah, fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, are they more powerful? Yes and no. Is this deck more powerful for playing them? Potentially yes and I mean, potentially no. Yeah. Okay, we're back. And hmm, we switched over to the cards. First time we've done that in a good long while. Yeah, the, the blank void in which we do cards. Is... Yeah, and also uh, behind the CCO curtain, uh, the blank void that is the Wood Age studio. Yeah, we had to switch <laughs> studios, which is weird, but well, here we are. We'll probably sound just a little bit different because the microphones are set up different or something. But uh, It smells like old gum in here. It does. You know what? Every time we come in the evening, the main CCO control room smells like... like chemically treated hair like a hair salon from the 90s that's because news guys work in there and that's what they smell like oh and now this one smells like yeah chewed gum like gum breath that's what it smells yeah like. it's, we can't win the things that we do to deliver the best programming on the internet yeah so subscribe bar none yeah i guess Okay, we're, we're so good. we at least owe it to people that are listening to talk about the legendary creature that's helming this deck. Okay, so we got Asika, God of the Tree. That's a god, 1-4, green, green, 1, Vig, taps for mana of any color. Other legendary creatures also have Vigilance, and they tap for a mana of any color. And you can transform it into a legendary enchantment that costs Wooburg. At the beginning of your upkeep, you... Mill down until you find a permanent or a creature or planeswalker. Put that shit into play. Everything else gets shuffled together, put on the bottom. Yeah, so kind of like Cascade, but for creature or planeswalker. Or like Super Maelstrom, but for creature or planeswalker. Yeah, and that side's good. And the other side is good because we do play quite a good number of legendary creatures in this that, that would then tap for mana. Man, that card is so flavorful because it's like the Rainbow Bridge bringing the Einherjar up to Valhalla so they can fight in Ragnarok, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, you could tune into the Kaldheim set yeah. review for that. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's good. I <laughs> that like that one. That is super cool. So the Deech sends this deck in, and he says it's only built from cards from the last two years, so like Kaldheim forward. So you've only got like 3,000 cards to choose from. Yeah, and he picked them based on them being the most complex cards from each set. Like the wordiest things he could find. So Brando and I are talking about the decks, 
and we, we, we're asking all the questions. Are these good? Like, a lot of these cards are good cards in I a vacuum. I would suggest that individually, all of these cards are pretty good. Yeah. But when you mash them all together, you run into your first issue when you're just building with the most complex stuff, which is maybe they don't fit all. Like, a, you're, a, you're a chemistry guy. Yes. Like, complex molecules and other complex molecules don't always bond together as well as Ooh. a complex molecule and a significantly less complex molecule. Yes, yes, they need you they need to be synergistic or there needs to be a catalyst introduced to make the two of them work together, right? Combustion reaction needs heat to be present before mm -hmm. things will break down. Yeah, there you yeah, go. So I can chemistry back at you. We're good so at this. I'll give you I'll give you the you the listener a couple examples. We've got Astral Dragon. Good card. Or if you say it correctly, Asshole Dragon. Yes, makes makes copies of things that are three threes. Fantastic. The copies of what? Well, okay. The copies of target non-creature permanent. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. Yeah, so you, you so you get a 4-4, four, four, and then you get two 3-3s three, that are copies of whatever you want to make copies of. Yeah. Pretty good. Battle Angels of Tear. Also really, really good. good. Regarded as one of the best white cards in the uh, Commander Legends 2 Battle for Baldur's Gate. Really good card. Deep yeah. Gnome Terror Master. Necromancer. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm just scanning. Green Slime. That was a card that I really liked in our Not Set review. Oh, me too. Yeah, so, oh, Jingataxis in this deck. Yeah, the second Jingataxis, because of course the first one wasn't printed within the last two years i don't think i don't think so either and also vornclex the new one yeah the point is lots of powerful cards these are the cards that have lots of words on them and all of those words work together in sentences and multiple paragraphs <laughs> in, in some of these cases to make the card powerful and our qualm or our quip mm -hmm. the shtick with the deck is None of those cards really talk to each other. Yeah. They just are powerful on merit. Yeah. Like when we read all those cards out just then, I'll throw in a couple more just for fun. Sure. Let's throw in Elder Brain. Let's throw in Miracool Lord of Bones and Spirited Companion. Oh. Let's throw all of those in together. And then we're going to ask real quick, just to the listeners, what do you think this deck does? Mm. And they're going to say, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Ryan and Brando, you should tell us. And as near as we could figure, what this particular deck was, which is why we wanted to talk about it, is it just delivers the complexity and beats you over the head with a like, it, be, it beats you over the head like with a stick, right? Yes. Stick to the fucking head. A complex stick. How complex <laughs> is this stick that I'm beating you with? How complex is this deck? You have to read every damn card to see what it does. Yeah, and that's the meme, and that's that's the. That's the meme is it doesn't really do anything. It's just every card has 300 words on it. Yeah. And the satire is every card has 300 words on it. And that's <laughs> yeah. what Watsy does now to keep it interesting. In addition to we're playing singleton format, there's 99 different cards in this deck to represent the 16,000 cards that we've seen printed in the last two years. Yeah. So... When we look at this deck and and we we make the chemistry reference, we need synergistic things. We need catalysts to make it work. Those would be, I don't know, mana rocks, card draw, ramp, and the synergistic little things 
that tie the deck together. Creatures that interact with what you're doing. Let's use Vornklex Monstrous Raider sure. as an example. Heat doubles your counters and minuses your opponent's counters. Yes. Now, that second ability is whatever. But for you, you might want to be synergistic with it by playing some Planeswalkers or by playing creatures that have something to do with plus one, plus one counters. Hydras or... Bolster. Vam- <laughs> vampires, like yep. where they hit them and they get bigger. Yep. Sliths. Oh, Sliths, you're going old school. Right? Hey? Like, there's so yeah, many yeah, things yeah. that you could play with this to or, make it synergistic and make it make sense. Why is he here? Yeah, or what other people do with Vornklex these days is just put it in the same deck that has doubling season in it that also has lots of planeswalkers. Yes. Because he works really good with planeswalkers. And yeah. how many are we playing in this deck today? Two. Two. Mm. Not a very not a very vorny amount of planeswalkers, if if I may be so bold. Let's just tell them the, the planeswalkers. Let's, sure. Let's tell them. So we have Kaya the Inexorable. Not going to read her. There's too many words. She's on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, which you fucking should be. You can read it yourself by pausing the video. The other one is Tamio Completed Sage. I would read that one, but I can't because it's in Phyrexian. Because that's what complex cards need is to be in Phyrexian. Yeah. Now, to my knowledge, there are three of these in the deck. Mm-hmm. And I love... Okay. So we're talking about meme decks. Meme you decks. You know I like memes whether they're decks or otherwise. Yep. Decks or no. I love a good meme. Truth. I love a meme even more when it memes on a meme. He really does. And this, this Phyrexian Tamio is a meme within a meme. Do tell. Memeception, Tamio, is being a complex card with 400 words on it mm-hmm. in a language that isn't real, <laughs> in a deck that is representing the complexity and the oversaturation of product in the last two years. <laughs> this is memeception, baby. This card does everything, and it does perfectly illustrate what we're talking about. I love it. What, now, is, what now, does this card even do? I don't even care, but like, geez. Yeah, don't don't care. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit space bar, and that will sp- that'll pause your video. Really? Yep. Oh, neat. I learned a thing today. And arrow forward, like arrow left and arrow right, will rewind or fast forward. Remember those words? Yeah. Five seconds. Dang. Here's the thing. My kid doesn't know what rewind and fast forward are. He knows go back and skip. Huh. What in the hell? Man. Fast forward is rolling the VHS tape through your VCR faster so you can go ahead. Mm-hmm. And rewinding is rolling it backwards faster so you can mm-hmm. watch a part again. Yeah. He didn't know what those are. Huh. He's probably never seen a VCR. Well, yeah. Exactly. Never seen a VHS tape. Exactly. Now he knows that you put your finger on and you slide it across the like the player at the bottom. Yeah. And if you don't like the song or the video, you skip to the next one. Oh, yeah. So he knows scrolling and skipping. Huh. That's crazy, hey? That That's a generational funny. thing here. Yeah. He, he he also knows magic cards to have uh, 10,000 words on them. <laughs> he doesn't know when... Uh, he doesn't know what the words do, but he'll get there. Yeah, he, he doesn't know when cards just used to say flavor text, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the thing. We, we never... We never... We do our best not to complain on the show. Right, so none yeah. of these things are complaints; they're observations, and then they are they're poking fun at what uh, what the game currently is. Yeah, and it, and it does illustrate a a problem, I think, in general in the in the game, the design space of the game, wherein 
when you're trying to do so much new stuff so frequently, one of the necessities of that is you have to do new things. And in order to do those new things without keywording them or trying to do too much of one thing is you have to have riders and exceptions and explaining things. Like um, triggers only once each turn. All words. I want to do this new powerful thing, especially in white, hey? Which, again, not a complaint, but I want to do this new powerful thing that that white can do now. Awesome. It it takes so many words because they don't just put draw a card on white. Yes. Not really, right? It's like draw a card if you got a two drop. Draw a card if, you know, you got an angel, right? And Mm -hmm. then only once each turn. Yeah. So you're adding words if you have a two drop, and then you're adding words only once each turn. And you're adding complexity because now when you attack, you have to look at all the things to see how many of the boxes you've ticked. So can I draw a card now? Yeah. Ooh, right? Yeah, yeah. I ran into that actually in uh, Winnipeg. Playing a gu- uh, There was a guy playing an Edgar deck, and oh, yeah. he said uh, he had a lot of white vampires in his Edgar deck. Wow. Yeah, which I thought was cool because it, it wasn't all just one and two drop vampires and try to kill you as fast as he could. Holy There crap. was like some some interesting gameplay because he had white cards that were putting plus one, plus one counters on his vampires, which I thought was a breath of fresh air. Novel idea, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But a, a bunch of them were cards that, you know, you have to jump through the hoops or check the boxes. And that's, I, I don't know how I feel about it yet. Like- do I want, do I want white to just have draw a card? Like, do I want or or like, do I want white rampant growth? Do I want white brainstorm? No, or, or white opt? No, like, you don't. Because because then because then color doesn't matter, right? It's, it's all samey. People argue that color doesn't matter already because of like yeah. the mana system being broken with fetch lands and dual lands and shock lands and ramp that finds anything yeah, and there's and there's nothing that can stop that that we're allowed to play so Ooh. we'll have to there's a there's Ooh, a deep you went, cut you went there yeah, if you know you know but yeah. uh i think that they do that i don't think that 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 form of complexity i don't really have an issue with i don't necessarily like it mm-hmm. but they are doing what the player base us have been asking them for they're giving yep. white card draw they're and and they're not homogenizing the game while they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, they're still right? making it feel not like white opt yeah. or not like white rampant growth. Which and, which we I think I think I speak for everybody when I right. say we appreciate that because yeah. that's what makes magic magic. Yeah. And it gives us all something to laugh about where it's like, oh look at this white card draw thing. What do I have to do? Sacrifice my whole hand? <laughs> Bury all my permanents. Bury? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sell my car and run around the block with my pants around my ankles, right? Like, what do you have to do to draw that card? Yeah. What hoops do you have to go through? And I think that that's kind of, it's a meme on a meme. Let me know if you want to see a YouTube short of Brando drawing cards in white, where it's all just <laughs> bad shit he's got to do to draw cards in white. <laughs> Let me know if you want to see that. Oh, Up to and including running around the block with his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> There's the first YouTube short. Oh man, I really want to draw a card in white. Okay, guys, I'll take my pants off. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, okay, ridiculous. well, before we get back to the Deech's deck, which still feels good to say, how I, I want I want Brando opinion here. Oh shit! Oh, it's always Wait, dangerous. Hang on, I hate it. There you go. It's not an I hate it or I love it question. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and people people wouldn't tune into that, would they? Yeah, they might. 
I don't know. Anyway. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. How does this kind of complexity, white or otherwise, just like many cards with lots of words on them. Think of how wordy call time was. Oh, man. And you loved call time. But for for what reasons it was. other than, yeah. For what it was, not for how many words it had. Yeah. And then Word. think of how many cards from Strixhaven you play. Another very wordy set. Yeah. He didn't like Strixhaven no, very I much. No, I didn't like Strixhaven very okay, much. Okay, so now we go, to, we go to Forgotten Realms, Baldur's Gate twice. Yeah. Lots of words in those sets. Lots of words. And you love those sets. Sure did. So how does that complexity mixed in with sets that you liked or didn't like, how does that affect you, the person, as like a deck builder or a magic player? Well, I mean, in those exact examples, I mean, they did give me, I think that how many decks? There's been several decks I have built theoretically and a couple that I've built physically from call time mm -hmm. because we had very interesting though wordy commander cards. Specifically, mm -hmm. we had Turgrid. Yeah, you word, got that one. Wordy on both sides. And Coma Cosmos Serpent, who is also very wordy, yeah. does all sorts of crazy stuff. Every time I read it, it's like, oh yeah, it does that too. Yeah. You forget about all the stuff that it does. That's funny. Both of those examples, powerful on merit based on number of words Both. on card yes. versus trying to rider the card into being not too powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and then from Forgotten Realms, I looked at a couple of them. The physical one that I did build was uh, Feldor, Feldorn Wolf Lady. Yeah. Lots of words on her, too, but not necessarily. That's just you can, like, it encourages you to do something different yeah, and that it's, requires it's, words. It's gruel, and they want you to draw cards, but you're doing it the red way. So it doesn't yeah. just say draw a card like if it was blue. Yeah. It's exile it. You can play it until end of turn. And then uh, Driz de Worden, I got from the first one, he had a. I don't know if it's a unique... I think it might be a unique ability. Not many cards do what he does, where he gets bigger every time a creature bigger than him dies, mm -hmm. which is just unique. And again, takes lots of words to explain that, but it's unique, which is why I wanted to build it. And the lots of words, I think, get you to a... Sp they can get you to a space where the card is unique. Or, I mean, conversely to that, we talked about this in front before the show, you end up with a card like... Titan of Industry, where it just mm. does 800 things. Yeah, the Questing Beast is kind of like that. Yeah. And there's a couple, and it's weird because they've all been in green. Yeah. It's finally White's turn, which which everybody I think is happy about. But yeah. uh, Titan of Industry, 7-7, seven, seven, Reach, Trample, Elemental, because I think that's relevant. Absolutely. Green, 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 four. And this is in the deck that we're talking about. Yeah. When it enters the battlefield, choose two. Two. Yeah, Two. That's two. the part that I was like, what the fuck, two? Why yeah. is it two? There's no reason, and I always forget that it's two, but the two are destroy target artifact or enchantment, target player gains five life, create a 4-4 four, four rhino warrior creature token. It could have just been a rhino or a warrior, and you're eliminating a word of complexity there. Yeah. Okay. Or put a shield counter on target creature you control. Now imagine there was reminder text to explain what a shield counter oh, was, man. too. <laughs> well, it's a mythic. They don't put reminder text on mythics. Yeah. But we're introducing another thing there with shield counter. I need to know what a shield counter does. And as far as words and complexity, this card could have been just like, I don't know, Titan of butthole and it could have been a common that was a seven seven for seven with reach and trample or it could have been something called industrial command where it's a sorcery that just does two of those four things oh that's, but a, instead, that's a good one they took the command and a creature and stapled them together but now you've got to have you got to have all of the words and riders that allow a command to be stapled onto a creature 
So you're getting the, when it enters the battlefield, choose two. Yeah. Instead of just choose two. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I like that. That's an apt thing. And when they do that, like, what's a 7-7 seven, seven, trample, reach, common or uncommon? What's What mana is that? Six? Nah, no, probably seven yeah, if it's it, common. It'll be seven these days, yeah. probably. And... Maybe probably three. And industrial, yeah, industrial command, where it's choose two and you get those four things to pick. What's that cost? Five? Probably. Four, maybe? You get a four, four and something else for four? Nah, it probably costs five. I think Because you, you get a four, four with that if it's just a sorcery. You get a four, four because rhino and warrior could be relevant. Yeah. Right? Things do make rhinos and care about rhinos and warriors are definitely a, a relevant creature type since about um, Tarkir. Yeah. Well, well, what did the didn't, isn't this what the red the green command kind of does? <laughs> well, yeah, it naturalizes something, gains its own life, shuffles a graveyard into its library, into its owner's yeah. library, and then I don't know, puts a shield counter on something, probably. Yeah, right? probably. Yeah. <laughs> they, they definitely had shield counters in Lorwyn when the commands officially or originally came out. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, but yeah, no, I like that comparison because like you're getting nothing, ex- like no extra mana stapled on. To just have it do all that stuff, if a 7-7 Reach Trample is worth 7 mana, I think it's yeah. a fantastic card. Yeah. But like you said, it's it's got all those extra words. And do you think, maybe it doesn't influence you, your building, you yeah. like the product or you don't, and you have the experience, yeah. magic know-how, to, to decide that. Yes. What if you're a new player? Do you think this... I'll ask it two ooh, different ways, but ooh, it's the ooh. same question. Okay. Little Brando, okay? Yeah. Little Brando. Same question, two different ways. Is the amount of product coming out, whether it be frequency or number of cards per set, do you think that's intimidating? And same question, but differently. Do you think the number of words on cards that come out as frequently as they do is intimidating? I think for me as a new player, if I was Lil Brando and I was just starting to play Magic, I think that the amount of new product would actually be less intimidating and more exciting for new players. Ooh, yep, I agree. Because there's always something new, there's always something exciting, there's always something new to get excited Kids about. Kids these days, they got so many things to pick they from, so many different flavors of ice cream. They got it so damn good, but, on this, and this is a true story, Little Brando, starting to play Magic, you see cards with lots of words on them, they're complex, there are lots going on, lots of feels, different things. It feels it, like it's going to get you. feels like it must be good, because it does so much stuff. And then Little Brando is like, man, Leviathan's a good card. Ooh. And Leviathan is not a good card, but it's got oh. so much words on it, you think, man, it has to be. You have to do all of this work just to attack with it? It must, must be, good. be the best creature. To be fair, it only had to hit you twice. That's true. You only had to sacrifice eight lands to make it hit you that twice. Oh, yeah. Right? Not so good. Good thing you had 11 to cast it (laughs) (laughs) or whatever it was. But but the point is I think that that's a thing that can throw people off too, and I think that people might get sucked into thinking that decks like this are the way because you – lots of words equals lots of power because typically that might even be the way that it is now, right? And you forget synergy for individual power – and I think that, especially if you're looking at a deck just like this one. Oh, you mean going la- going by way of of words on cards and complexity to to add more stuff. You're yeah. looking for additive power with added words. Yeah. Versus extra synergy through better deck building. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, of course, disregarding cards that have those extra text texts to make them less powerful. 
yeah. can only trigger once per turn is top of my mind yes. with that regard. Yeah, that also, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. We're talking about talk about power. We talk about synergy. The Deech's deck. The wanted, deck. I just wanted to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do? Because this is this is unsolvable problem. We can't just we can't just say this is how you fix this deck without creating another uh, thing yeah, like if somebody that would need up, fixing. Let's say somebody's new. Yeah. And they show up to the the LGS with this deck. With this exact deck and you pound the crap out of them. This is five color good stuff dot deck. Well, and, it, and when we say good stuff, we're going to use the air quotes cuz it's not it's all good, but good stuff usually means it's just good on its own. And, and a lot of the stuff in here isn't just good on its own, it needs to be supported in some way. Yeah. So this is what I say when I say good stuff, how do we make it a better deck? Yeah. We take out some of the stuff uh, that's maybe complex for complexity complexity's sake. Maybe there's a worse version of like a Lightning Greaves or a Swiftfoot Boots. And then we add in like a couple mana rocks of the two or three drop variety. And we put in some ramp. And then all of a sudden, we've got a deck that's got like 10 two drop mana rocks in it and 10 card draw spells and we're playing some higher powered stuff and it just looks like a generic ramp into good stuff dot deck i've solved one issue the 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 no complex or sorry the no synergy issue and now i've just created the same deck that everybody else makes when they build a Sika or Prismatic Bridge. Yeah. Or, I mean, also, like, being able to play your non-synergistic cards isn't synergy. It just means you can play cards. And That's consistency. Yeah, and that isn't a problem. That's solving a problem. But a lot of people use Commander, especially, as an expression. This is an expressive format. I can build whatever I want. It's true. And and the Deej can build whatever he wants, and we're not criticizing the build. We're saying if you showed up and wondered why you weren't winning, because you might think that that's important when you're new, yeah. this might be why. And as you start to learn that through experience or listening to a podcast, you would start to add the ramp and the card draw, and then you look like every other prismatic bridge deck. Yeah. Right? So we, we've just created what some might consider another problem. Okay, so how do I fix that? What synergies do I add or what what angle do I go down? Maybe Prismatic Bridge. Ooh, maybe Legendary Creature Tribal. Then there's a deck. And that bumps you into the second issue where when you take a deck like this and I'm going to use the air quotes even though you can't see me because even if you're watching on YouTube, we're in the card zone right now. Yep. Now you're just building another deck. Building another deck, like a different deck than this deck? Yeah, like you wanted this one, but now it's like, well, if you leaned harder into a Sika, or you leaned harder into Jenga Taxes, or you leaned, there's lots of stuff with Myriad in here, so you leaned more into like the Myriad token attack strategies. Yep. Now you're basically building a new deck, because you're not going to cut your rocks or your ramp or whatever. You're going to cut things that don't work with your you're going to cut owl bear cub because you're not playing enough creatures. You're yep. going to cut solitude because like it's not necessarily a synergistic for, synergistic for what you're doing. You might cut Jenga taxes because it's expensive both in terms of cash money and mana curve, yep. right? And you want to cut it for something that does what you want your deck to do now. So and, and, and you know it's you know what's funny is okay and, I'm gonna and now you're just building a new deck. I'm gonna cut this legend and that legend and this legend 
and now all of a sudden I only have like three legendary creatures in the deck. A Sika, not very worth it at that point because yeah. she gives your she turns your legends into mana rocks. It's like, oh well, maybe I don't need a Sika anymore. What other five color deck am I going to build now? Well, here's or a, is it even going to be a five color well, build now? This deck isn't a five color build now. It's only four. Oh god, there's not a single red card in this deck. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like it's you. You don't even need a Sika, really. You, you, you could, I mean, you can't use Atraxa based on the last two years, although I think Atraxa was reprinted in the last oh, two yeah, years. Oh, yeah, there you go. So there you might you go. be able to get around that. And let's say you do that. Atraxa doesn't really work with this deck either because it doesn't have synergy with her. That's it. Right? And it's it's one of those things. It's hard to find. So you gotta, you're got solving problems either by turning your deck into every other deck of its of that ilk or or... You're basically just rebuilding your deck. So it is a hard problem to get your mind around when you have something that's so complex, it creates a complex problem with a not-so-simple solution when all you want to do is play magic. Yeah. Okay, so uh, on the on the fly, on the fly question again. Here we go. Oh on the fly hour with Brando. Oh, shit. Oh, baby, this could get dangerous. I hate I, it. I hand you this deck. Uh-huh. Hand you this deck of this beaches. Is, this exact one. Yeah. Okay. And I say, build whatever you want with it, and you can use cards from FusionGamingOnline.com CCO Spring promo code. Save five percent off stuff. Was going to buy anyway. Yeah, or maybe okay. just your own collection. Okay. Like, what do you build? What do you change it into? Oh. It, and it doesn't necessarily. That's an easy question. Wait a second. Okay. I'll, fuck. Oh. Okay. You have to use cards from this deck. Oh, you activated my trap card. You have to use cards from this deck. Dare I say, you even have to use like half the cards that are in this deck. Oh, you still activated my trap card. Okay, okay, okay. You have an answer then. I certainly do. I would immediately, immediately turn this deck into mere cool Lord of Bones. Uh, this it, is this is why you picked him in yesterday's pre-show as the yes. hint card. Okay. I would immediately transform this deck into that. Yes, I use. Yes, I lose blue. Yep. But whatever. And red technically because the prismatic bridge is red. Yeah, I, you I could see. have red in the deck. So let's read Miracle because it sure. it also fits right into what we're talking about. It's a seven five for seven. White, okay. black, and red or green count for some of the seven. As long as your life total is less less than or equal to half your starting total, it's indestructible. And whenever another non-token creature you control eats shit, you can remove it from the game. If you do, you create a token that's a copy of that card, except it's an enchantment instead of its other card types. So you get enchantments that are that is the creature that just died. Cool. So the enchantment will have all of the abilities, ETB, other ETB activated and static abilities of your creatures. And then you can just pick some of your cool ass creatures that you want to enter the battlefield and die, and you can turn them into enchantments and you get all kind of value. There. So you could you could turn this kind of generic, just good stuff deck into like an ETB and dies kind of tribal, for lack of a better word. With a cool enchantress package in oh, it. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, that's kind of neat. Like, what's that? What is it? Sphere of safety? That enchantment that makes it harder to attack based yep. on... Yeah, so, yeah. 
every time you kill one of my dudes, it comes back, so you have to kill it again. But now it's an enchantment, so you're increasing the amount of mana you have to pay to try to kill me. And chances Ooh. are, sphere, chances are, it's harder to kill once it's an enchantment. Yeah, like what's what are what's black gonna do? Yeah. What's what's red gonna do? Almost yeah. even, right. Like what are they yeah, gonna do? Yeah, yeah. You know what they're gonna do? Nothing. I I like that with ETB and dies tribal or or dot deck with the enchantress sub theme with like the constellation cards like um Cites and champion and yeah. uh, the the one that doubles its power and toughness every time you an enchantment Doom wake giant no that's the black one. Oh crap uh what's this the, deck has black in it uh, uh, protector of oh no that's protector of argoth oh oh joe's got it on the screen it's the one that it doubles its power and toughness every time you have an enchantment to enter the battlefield. Oh, that's dope. So if you, if you, I don't know, maybe make that guy indestructible. I don't know. You make sure. him indestructible. You're playing white. You can do that. Yeah. And then you go, Wrath of God, kill all my own creatures. They all come back as enchantments <laughs> and that guy gets to be like 500 power. And you know what's, what's cool about that? That's really complex and has a lot of gears moving and a lot of, but you're only using one complex card to do that i suppose right yeah. and i think that like, you, you've planned in this case the, the original case you have a bag of seeds that you dumped on the ground and you hope something grows whereas with an example like that where you're looking for more synergies and things that work into your more complex strategy you're picking a seed and planting it and nourishing it so that it grows into a plant nylea's colossus boom there it is it's got constellation whenever nylea's colossus or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control. Double target creature's power and toughness until end of turn. Target creature! Target creature! So you could even let this die if you just have your Toski that's already in the deck that has indestructible. Yeah. Just double Toski's power like 50 times. Yeah. But yes, what you were saying. <laughs> yes. Going back to what you were saying. You know what I like, and this is what we talked about before the show, was if we pick something, if complexity is the name of the game, if we still want to do that meme... And we want to do enter the battlefield triggers, dies triggers, or leave the battlefield triggers, enchantress sub theme. There's three things already that I'm doing. Yep. Maybe there's a blink sub 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 package. Hell yeah, right? there is. In three colors with a commander that's got 400 words on it. We're still doing all the things that we were doing, but now we've got like a trunk to grow around. Yeah. And people are going to still have to read all your damn cards because they want to figure out which one they can try and deal with to try and interact with what the hell you're doing. It's actually making the game complex and making the game more challenging to navigate for your opponents, which makes which is good for you because it makes you win. Yep. But you're doing it in a way that actually makes you win and not just because all your cards have a bunch of words on them. Yeah, you know what? This feels to me... When I okay, when I say a deck is very linear, mm -hmm. what that means to most Magic players is it goes in a straight line to whatever end it's trying to achieve, mm -hmm. like a burn deck, yeah, like a combo deck, yeah. Those are linear decks. Well, they I do, mean, yeah, they, they do one thing, right, and yeah. protect that thing. Mm -hmm. This is the opposite of that. Yes. What's what's the word for non? Maybe it's just non-linear. Shotgun. Shotgun. It just shoots all over the place. Buckshot. <laughs> buckshot deck. Yeah. Buckshot deck. Um. Do you like those? 
Sometimes, sometimes this the we, one that I just described with the, with the ETB ETB enchantment sub sub theme with possible aristocrats package because why not? You could have a little stacks theme in there you too. You know what I was? This deck could do literally everything. I was just opening my mouth to say what you described, and then you said aristocrats. What you described kind of sounds like my Alenda deck, which does. <laughs> Everything. You know how many different things that yeah. deck, like it, it's got all the staying power because it doesn't matter if you kill that guy, I'll either get him back or I'll do something else. And I think that decks like that are important. I think that decks like that feel very EDH to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if we go back to the original form of this deck, if you don't have enough of a plan for any of your plans, your your main plan, your sub plans, your sub sub plans, the side quest that the deck can do. Yeah. If you don't have enough of a plan, you just feel like a generic value deck. And you know the deck I'm talking about. Yep. The generic value deck is the person who comes to FNM. Oh yeah, I've played Magic since like Revised or Mirage or Ice Age. And mostly I just draft, but I have enough draft chaff that I like made a couple commander decks. Now me and my friends play them. And you know the deck. Mm-hmm. It's chock full of wrath of god like multi for one sweepers and removal and value and then it usually tutors and wins with like a certain couple cards yeah and it's got like oh yeah i drafted a tarmogoyf one time so i just play tarmogoyf because he's a seven or a six seven for two yeah it's that deck yeah and it just aims to play the two and a half hour game because generally it's good stuff non-synergistic nature yeah will outvalue you through Wrath of God type effects. Yeah. And that isn't for everybody, but that deck does exist. And if you don't like that or don't like playing against it, we just did the opposite in like 15 minutes with this Miracool guy saying, yeah, cut, cut blue, cut red, and do this deck that does 75 different things still. Here's 36 different decks you could build with this one card because it's a complex, difficult, air quotes, difficult card that gives you all sorts of options in different places to grow and go and tune and yeah and whew. and if you're of the ilk that says well sometimes the game's just got to end i can't just value the whole time brando gave you an option with aristocrats mm-hmm. and you are playing black and white i'm sure you can figure something out yeah. to to infinite bounce or sack and play again type thing yeah right with with ashnods or phyrexian altar and like a grave crawler or whatever right yeah. and do it that way or you can do devoted druid combo, yep. where you kill your own devoted druid by putting minus one minus one counters on him. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back as an enchantment with Mirkul, and then you can't; it won't die if you put minus one counters yeah. on it. No, you just got an enchantment. enchantment with a pile of minus ones on it. Yeah, Ooh. man. You know what? You know what's the funniest to imagine is imagine, um, imagine, in if magic was real, right? <laughs> and then. You cast like animate enchantment on that guy. <laughs> He's just like, oh no! <laughs> he just freaking crumbles, to shriveled dust. into a raisin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. But the point is, yeah. you've got a couple different ways to combo. You've got, I don't know, demonic tutor <gasps> to find those. So you got a sack outlet in play. Okay. Sack outlet in play. Yep. You got a bunch of dudes. Yep. Crater hoof behemoth. But that's not enough. But wait, there's more. So you sack your Crater Hoof Behemoth, remove it from the game, and get an enchantment that does the The same same thing. thing. Yeah. You could say get double hoofed. Because nothing says, 
one hoof is like they're putting the boots to you. Yeah. Double hoof is like a double stomp off the top rope, a monkey stomp, if you will. Oh, man. And since he has haste, maybe you're running. Maybe it's a shotgun drop kick right into the corner, thereby setting you up for the double stomp off the top rope. Yeah. This could Shit, be a yeah. whole wrestling analogy dot deck. Could be. <laughs> Also, that would be an added le- layer I was, of complexity. Yeah, I was just going to say, when you're playing your cards that all still have 700 words on them, but now you have a vector of, of which the deck is following. That's right. You add that layer of complexity saying, this card represents this wrestler from 1992, WrestleMania yeah. 4, wh- whatever Ex- it was. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every card has like its own little like pamphlet that comes with it. Oh, shit. See, and again, <laughs> that's that same layer of... Com- that's the same kind of complexity you get with this deck, but you're telling a story and you're doing something, I don't want to say more creative, but like you're flexing the creative muscles in your brain a little bit more and rather than... You know what? EDH, an expression of magic deck building creativity... This could be like let's say it's just typical mere cool combo demonic tutor to find it aristocrats nah. white black value tutors land mana ramp and green but if every card represented a professional wrestler from years gone by yeah then all of a sudden you've came full circle you're so far behind in the in the creativity spectrum <laughs> that you think you're fucking first again <laughs> it's like. Oh, I guess I guess even if my deck is a four on the spice calculator, yeah. it's it's still it's still an expression of EDH deck building creativity. And, and maybe, that's why oh. decks like this are still okay. And Sorry, maybe, I probably blew at the microphone. Maybe it's also a twelve on the presentation scale because you visited Commander Cookout on Facebook every Thursday and you <laughs> bought her all the sweet wrestler altars that Ryan will start producing what? just so somebody can build the Mere Cool Wrestler deck. The the creativity scale? Creativity. The presentation oh, present- scale. Yeah, what does that go out, up to? 12? Yeah. You just made it up? Yeah. Okay. I made it up right now. It goes to 12. 12 Starts 12. at 3. <laughs> Starts at 3, goes to 12. Okay. There's no 1, there's no 2, only 3. That's it's yeah, it's a great system. And I realized that 3 would then equal 1 and 12 would equal 9, but that's not how math works in real life. Okay, 3 to 12. Yeah. Yeah. And if you get a 1, you're basically playing with like shoelaces and you're sitting not at the table. You're just like over there. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. That's right. So, Mr. Deech, big thank you, not only for being a patron, but also be, being a freaking excellent guy. You've been a cool human and inspiring this conversation. If you... Are we... Let's ask the people a question, right? Sure. Are we wrong? Like, are we just all the way off with this? Like, do you think well, that... Well, what, what part of it? Well, do, do you think that just long, wordy cards just mishmash together, that is everything that we say it's kind of not? There's tons of synergy. There's... Just so much going on that it just makes the deck fun and intricate, and it's a puzzle for you to figure okay, out. Okay, how- well, you you said the word. Do you think that? Do you think that that complexity and the frequency that we've seen it at over the last two years? Do you think that's fun? Yeah. Is that the question? Is that the is that the is question? That the tweetable. Does <laughs> does the game becoming so much more complex by necessity of all these sets coming out? Does it make the game itself more fun? Not acquiring game pieces, not that. That's not what we're talking. Does it make the game more fun the more complex it gets? I'll I'll ask there. the same question but in a little bit of a different way. Maybe maybe just just uh, remove some of the extra words. Yeah, see cuz I put too many words in that question. Yeah. Made it really too complex. Do we need do we need it? Do we need it? Could we have more reprints of cards that we that we want 
that say, I don't know, black spells cost one less to cast. Oh, you, could it be an artifact that costs two? Could be. I think that'd be great. Do we just need more of that and other just fun stuff? Maybe Western world? Maybe, you know, crossovers that people actually want? Like is more that, Dungeons and Dragons? Is that what you mean? Well, yeah. Just or, keep doing or, it. Or, or not Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Or, or sorry, not Stranger Things, because uh, people actually like that, but um, not, uh, what's the zombie one? Walking Dead? Walking Dead, yeah. Yeah, maybe not that. Yeah. Do we need that complexity? Is the game just fine without it if we went forward five years of just giving us reprints, crossover products that like pop culture nerds actually want and and just like ratcheting ratcheting it down to, you know, aggro control or some combination thereof. Could we ratchet it down and would EDH still prosper? Who can say? Who can Except say? for the people in the comments. Yeah. Speaking of comments and people, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, FusionGamingOnline.com, your source for all your gaming needs, where you can go use special promo code CCO Sprint to get 5% off the shit, all the shit that you're going to buy anyway, be they complex cards like the ones we talked about today, or the lowly basic land in the foil art that you prefer, because you like all your lands to match, or not, it doesn't matter, as long as it's a deck that you like. Remember, hey, I think that's point of the day right there. Really, if you want to like be a cool person and drink beer and jam magic with us, like in in Seattle and Bellevue, complex deck or no, we'll we'll jam with you. Yeah, we'll 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 try and figure it out. And the more beer deep we are, the harder we're, time we're gonna have. But you know what? That's how we do things here at Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song. <laughs>